0: having a conversation um but because I don't know if like I don't know but I guess just to make it a little bit more interesting I guess I don't know but not too specific you get me right okay
1: all right so basically um I started at Concordia in the fall of 2016 And I was honestly like really excited to, to go to Concordia and it was, uh, my sister graduated from Concordia in 2008. So it was always something that was like in my family and that I knew that I would eventually want to pursue in the future. So I was like really excited to get here and to be here. And I really had honestly, really fun time, like, um, transitioning into, Concordia because honestly I was so excited to like get out of high school like it's such a different experience and like if that's like my advice to like graduating seniors in high school is to if you can because I know a lot of people can't pursue college but if you could I honestly like it's I would highly recommend it because it is an amazing experience and yeah and it was just so I'm so grateful to have this experience and it is really sad when it feels like it did kind of get taken away from you you know a few years later you know being a senior now during COVID like I miss I miss school so much you know like we always you know I've always been like oh don't want to go to class right now like oh oh my god right, so yeah oh my god I'm so bored whatever like and now it's something that is like man I actually really do miss that like I miss just like walking around on campus and seeing you know running into people that you you know your friends people that you know and like professors that you like and you know just getting lunch with people and you know just like you know like just going you know bouncing from class to class like that's something that I actually miss and I never thought I would say that and it's it's so different now being in e-learning now starting um my senior year you know, this fall, it's, it's something that I didn't think was going to happen because I was so excited for senior year. And now it's kind of hard because I'm not going to, you know, we're not going to be on campus to experience all like that fun. Exactly. So yeah.
0: Yeah, I totally like agree with you. Like it's definitely a different experience from high school. Um like in high school, we're just like, "Oh my god, I'm so afraid to go on to college." Like is it going to be like super hard? Like our like our teachers in high school literally told us that college was not going to be easy. And it was like entering college and it was like This is definitely a little bit more easier than high school. You know, you just have to be a little more um, time oriented with yourself because in high school, you know, everything was already structured for us. Whereas in college, we kind of had to like, you know, bounce with ourselves and try to, um, I guess, be more organized because like in college, we can have class like I have class only Monday, Wednesday and Friday. And in high school, it was always the same classes every single day. So I can say, you know, that high school was a bit more different from, you know, entering college. Um, But I can say like from my college experience, I can say I kind of took it for granted. Um, I wish like entering high school, I was a bit more social because like when I first came, Concordia wasn't my top choice. Um, The reason I went to Concordia was because it was so close to home and I was like, I was so afraid of leaving my parents and stuff. And I really wanted to go out of state for school, but I was like, I'm 18. I'm kind of terrified of, you know, being on my own outside of, um, Illinois. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? Concordia is like only like 10 minutes away. Um, I'm close to home. I'm just going to commute. And, you know, I was just like, maybe next year I'll transfer out of state. And that's what I did. Like freshman year of Concordia, I was just like, I was a little antisocial, like, um, It was, I don't know, I didn't really want to make friends because I was, like, really plan on transferring. I really wanted to leave Concordia. So I was like, eh, I'm really just going to, like, not be as social or go to the events. Like, I went to Jumpstart, but um, I didn't go to the second day of registration when it was, like, all of, you know, the incoming class of fall 2016, and they took the picture and stuff outside of Addison. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's Addison. Yeah like, yeah, like right outside of Addison. I didn't go to that. And I, ke- I felt kind of bad afterwards not going to that. But I was like, okay, whatever. Um, So then sophomore year or whatever came. And it was like I became more social. Um, sophomore, junior year, I would say. But I was still really just planning on transferring. And then fast forward to now, senior year or whatever. And now I'm just like. I'm ta- I took this for granted. Like I've like I really miss school. Like junior and senior year was like the year that I started to become more social with people and like go to more events, um, hosted on campus or off campus. And now I'm just like we just have e-learning and it's not the same. You know, like you said, like you walking around campus and you like say hi to your friends or people you may know, and then you see your uh, favorite professor and it's like I don't have that experience anymore. I just have to you know, sit at a computer and just stare at the screen for like 50 minutes to like an hour and a half or however long classes are. And I I totally agree. I miss being on campus. I really do miss being on campus. It's like you, you'll never get that college experience back. I mean, unless, you know, you go for like your master's or something, but just that first college feel, you're never going to get that back. And this whole COVID, you know, pandemic situation, it just makes us, you know, really miss just being out with other people. You get what I'm saying? I totally get what you're saying. Like, I never,
1: that's something that I experienced during, you know, uh, this pandemic over the past few months is that I never really knew how important that interaction was. And I, we were missing out on that. And I never knew how important it was until it actually happened. Exactly. I'm somebody that is actually a homebody. I actually enjoy being home. I'm somebody that doesn't go out too often. I still like to do it, but it's not I'm not somebody that does it like every weekend. Um I'm somebody that maybe, you know, only does it like maybe like every other weekend. Mm-hmm. And even that, not even having that, I'm just like, "Oh wow." Like I can't, like, I can't even believe it. Like, I do like being home, but, like, this is too much. (laughs) Right. Like, I, I, it's ridiculous. And, uh, also what you said before and how you said that, like, junior and, like, senior year and all, and, like, I believe this is probably, like, years, like, 2018 and 19. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. though, I completely agree with how those were, like, the best years because, I for you because that was like the same for me my freshman and sophomore years were not that great because um, I do deal with like a chronic illness since like early high school and that's when like it kind of came back into the picture and I was like kind of sick for a little while and those years weren't that great and then I finally you know my junior year I like I found like my footing again I was like getting really good grades. I was like back on track. I was like, yes, this is amazing. I feel better. I'm doing all these things. I'm like going out more, I'm being more social. And like, those were like, that was like my time. And then now starting senior year, I was gonna do so many more things. I was gonna be on campus more. Mm -hmm. I was gonna hang out with all the people that I wanted to, you know, like say goodbye to that you know you're not gonna see after this. And like, I was gonna make that effort, like you said, to like do more things. And now it's just, it sucks because it feels like it's like, it got taken away, you know, and, and you're not going to get that time back. Like you said, you know, you're not going to be able to relive your senior year of college and that's the depressing part, but yeah, not, not having that, not having the interaction and just sitting here and e-learning and looking at a screen for like four hours. I feel like I'm even just like more tired because I'm not
0: like getting up and like moving around. You know what I mean? Right. I definitely um, I definitely agree with that because like I was just saying the other day um, I was talking to my friends other friends and stuff and I was like I feel like since this pandemic happened um, and I'm not on campus I feel a lot more lazier like I feel like just being in a house and then just staring at a computer for however long class time is just made me a lot more lazier with like just I guess being a college student in general like you know like in college you know um if we're on campus we'll like get our work done a little bit more faster because we're like okay well I have time to eat and I can do some homework before my next class versus now um with e-learning and stuff now it's just like okay well I can just take like a 10-hour nap and do my homework tomorrow night or something like just I just feel like I do things more at the last minute um because of e-learning versus like on campus, I was a little bit more on top of it because I was like, well, like there's no events going on today. So if I don't want to do anything like go off campus, I can just simply just work on my homework. So I can say like being in a like being in a college area um, overall does help us, I guess, you know, be a little bit more active. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that that
1: totally makes sense. Like it helps. It's it's a little bit more of a, more of a motivator right really on campus and you're actually doing the you know what you're doing you know it's it's way different at being at home because like you said like I would get that time to work on work in the morning and I would like well I would probably like sometimes have like class around like 9 or 10 and then I would get to campus around like 7 30 or 8 and I would get that like hour and a half or two hours in the morning to like like what you said like eat something get a big chunk of work done and then mm-hmm. maybe like some work done during lunch also and now it's like I can't even get up like get trying to get up and and trying to like replicate that is Mm -hmm. it's almost impossible because I'm sitting there at the dine at my dining room table falling asleep like for some reason I can never fall asleep on campus like in the library I don't know why I just can't you know it's like you can't fall asleep in a strange place not that it's right
0: yeah
1: you know like I don't I don't live on campus, I'm a commuter, so I could never fall asleep on campus, so that was like a big way, like a good way to like get work done, like I'm thinking about it now, and at home I'm just falling asleep, like there's like that same motivator is like gone, it's not there, Mm -hmm. it's like I'm just, I'm literally just falling asleep, I feel so lazy, there's, there's, for some reason you just feel lazier during e-learning and you tend to procrastinate more because you can, school right. on campus almost forces you to not procrastinate if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah, that definitely makes sense like I I totally agree with that cuz at school it's just like okay, well my whole reason of being here is to you know get my work done so I can graduate go into the career I want and you know just be successful. And it's like, you have that motivation at school. Like, I really need to get this work done. I'm not going to put it off. I mean, I may I may take a nap. But like you said, you were a commuter. So it was different from you versus I lived on campus. So I would be like, well, I get out of class at like 35, and then I'll nap till like 5 o'clock. And then as soon as 5 o'clock hits, I'll like leave my dorm room, go to the library, or go to the cougar den. Or just go somewhere on campus where it's like, I can't sleep here. You go know, because like you said, sleeping in like a strange place. Like you said, it wasn't strange, but it was like, I'd rather be in the comfort of my own room or my bed to go to sleep and um instead of like sleeping in a den or something so i know like if i'm in like the cougar den then i know i'm either gonna get food and i'm gonna leave to go somewhere else to do my homework or i'm gonna get food and do my homework but now it's just like at home i'm just like well i'm here i just got done with class and i have the rest of the day to myself i'm just gonna procrastinate and just do like 500 not even 500 other things i might not even do anything and then like It'll just be late when I decide to do my homework. So definitely being on campus was more of a motivation for us than this whole e-learning stuff.
1: Well, yeah, 100%. I totally get that because I'm totally doing my homework late at night now. Like, I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but it's something about late at night where I'm doing it versus I was able to get right. all of this done at like 8, 9 o'clock in the morning like being on campus Mm -hmm. and now being at home that's completely out the window (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) like like, it's just not happening I'm like
0: sleeping during that time so
1: oh my god
0: yes because it was like even with like living on campus I could wake up at like nine o'clock and do some of my homework before class versus now it's like there's no way I'm waking up to do my homework before a class. Like I have to get my homework done uh, the night before, even if I have to stay up to like four o'clock in the morning, I have to get my homework done the night before because at home, I don't want to wake up and do my homework early in the morning. Cause I'm at home. Exactly. at home. Like like being at home is like supposed to be my rest area. Like I'm just strictly supposed to rest here. And it was like, when I was a commuter, I hated doing homework at home because I was, I always had that mindset. Like if I do it at home, I'm really just not going to want to do it versus as if I'm at school, gonna it's get it easier for <laughs> me to do it. Right. Like I have to get it done. No, if ands, up, but about it because it's school. It's my school work and being at school allowed me to stay focused that fake, uh, stay focused more like that versus when I'm at home. At home, I'm just like, I just want to maybe watch TV. Um, I just want to eat or I just want to sleep. Mm-hmm. But at school, I didn't have like a, I didn't really have a choice. Like I'm at school to learn. So obviously I'm going to do the homework to, you know, expand my learning. Exactly. I feel yeah, because being at home, it's just
1: like, exactly. Like I want to eat or sleep or I want to watch TV. Like it's not supposed to be meant for doing like schoolwork like all day long. And I right. never really adjusted to online school like uh, you know like online classes at Concordia but also mm-hmm. with that like doing I, I almost feel like I have to do my homework at night like you said like going into those like midnight you know early morning hours because honestly that's the only time in my house that's quiet I live right. five other people and they're also home be- too from their jobs and they're working also and it's almost like there's no quiet in during my like in my house like during like regular like daytime hours so it's really really hard for me to get that schoolwork done with like kind of like all this noise like I live with you know like five other you know you know loud people <laughs> loudest <Right>. people <laughs> so like it's kind of hard you know and you know, we're, we're, we're really close family. So we're just always like doing stuff and, you know, laughing really loud or conversing really loud or, you know, you know, all like mm-hmm. that stuff. So it's really, really hard for me to get that work done during that time versus being at school where I was, it was quiet, you know, in the library and I could get that stuff done. And I had didn't really have a choice because I was there and oh, now, right. being at home, it's like, there isn't really any quiet place to go where you, where you, when you have that place, you know, um, in the library. Right. You know, that's kind of funny. Well, that's kind of funny now that I say that because my sister had walked in to go and get something. <laughs> and I like, right. Irony. <laughs> I'm like literally just talking about it.
0: <laughs> and, just, and it was just like, the irony. Oh my <laughs> God. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I definitely agree. Um, because it's like when you're in the library, it's like, it's, it's other students there. So of course, you know, you're both there for the same purpose. So they're not going to disrupt you as well as you're not going to disrupt them. But it's like, when you're at home, there's like a billion and like one things going on. Like you can be like upstairs or something and your mom could be like cooking or, um, your dad could be like watching TV. And like you said, it can just be really, really noisy just when you're at home like you don't have as much peace at home like you do when you're at school and a lot of people do feel like being at school just like helps them concentrate more um with their schoolwork and stuff because like i said there's so much going on at home that could just like disrupt you from any type of learning and it's actually harder being at home and doing school work at the same time
1: it totally is 100%. I I feel like literally everything we're saying is totally relatable and I t- completely agree with literally everything you're saying because I mean that's just that's just how it is we're live we're all you know thinking about it the entire student body is going through the exact same thing and I'm sure if we had all of those students here on this podcast it would Right, <laughs> the exact same thing all around, like you know,
0: yeah, boy. <laughs> it
1: would be everyone would be saying, Oh, yes, I totally agree. Or, yeah, like that's just what it is. It's just, it's just this is the truth about e learning at home versus regular on campus learning. I mean,
0: yeah. right, and I would definitely say that even um, stay at home, you know, not moms, but even stay at home. Um, people who's, you know, working from home now can also agree with that too because, you know, like if they have a Zoom meeting or if they have to get some work done and you know, they have kids, then of course it's a lot louder at home than it is at the workplace. Yeah,
1: like the workplace and school is when is, is, there's supposed to be a separation from home, you know, the people who, you know, who do live those lives versus like, like the stay-at-home people who could totally relate to what they're saying, to what we're saying um and you know and I totally like have mad respect for those people now going through e-learning and there are mm-hmm. some people that that's for them and then there are other people where it's like no I need to get out of the house and I think right <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need to get out of the house and like go and like do something else in a different place because That's, and it's almost like just a big motivator for the workforce, like us graduating and and going into that is like, we're going to be really motivated to do well in our jobs because Mm -hmm. of this, I feel like, and yeah, I feel like I'm definitely one of those people that you need that. I need that separation from home and my work, you know, or whatever I'm doing because that, especially in an environment like a school where that is like the main hub for any like academic thing you're gonna do like that's gonna be done on that on that campus you know like and then you go home and then it's all right it's my time to like you know whatever like rest and sleep and watch tv and eat and like maybe do a little assignment later if you know you're up for it but now Mm -hmm. it's just the schedule is completely different you're trying to figure out around the clock when to get this work done and it's almost
0: more stressful it is definitely much more stressful and it's like with that, at school, you have a lot more resource, resources, I'm sorry, than when you do at home. Like, oh, like when we had um, news writing and reporting, and remember when we had to learn how to make a, a newspaper, we had to actually use Mac computers. I don't have a Mac computer at home. So it was like I had to like do that, like strictly that homework. I had to get it done at school versus like if I went home it would be a little bit more harder for me than to get the work done because I don't have as many resources at home than I do when I'm at school
1: yeah I totally felt that because like I don't have a printer at home so with that I would always print stuff at school and it was so hard to do what I need to do over the summer with like business services and like financial aid without having Mm -hmm. that and trying to like take pictures of documents and like saving them to your computer and like sending them in to like like through email like to them like mm-hmm. and you know and they were like oh if you have a scanner you know or fax i'm like i don't have, <laughs> I don't
0: have so you're gonna
1: get a picture <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly like i have to
0: literally i i definitely agree i literally have to take a picture because i don't have a um Well, now I do, but at first I didn't have a printer at home. So, like, when it would be, like, email or fax or copy or something, I'm just like, I always would just email them and be like, hey, can I just, like, take a picture of it and send it to you? Because I don't have a printer or anything at home, so, or I can just bring it up there to you. But, you know, with the whole COVID um, situation, they was barely, you know, allowing people to be on campus. So, it was definitely a lot more harder being at home for e-learning than being at school
1: yeah I it's it's totally like that it's just when you're at home it's just there's no there, there's just no motivation at all there's so many places we can oh. fall asleep
0: <laughs> like literally anywhere in the house you could just fall asleep and you'll be okay with it because you're you know in the comfort of your own home yeah. versus at school it's like I'm not gonna fall asleep sorry I'm not gonna fall asleep in the cougar den so right <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's no way you're gonna pass the cougar den and see me sleeping there like that's just not gonna happen I'm sorry it's just not yeah I, I definitely like I'm just not comfortable with that I'm not comfortable sleeping where like someone can like take my laptop and take my phone right and be vulnerable like that like there's just not that's where I'm coming from like from like a security like standpoint like I'm not comfortable with like my things being there and like them it could take, yeah it
0: could take- yeah I definitely agree with that like falling asleep at school was definitely a big no-no so school was the motivation for us and now you know our college experience um just the end is like it's just got taken away from us like we won't have that college experience anymore and um freshman sophomore year I can't say that it was kind of taken away from me then, but coming back junior, senior year and just everything just like, okay, well, I'm gonna get more involved and stuff. And now it's just like with this whole e-learning and, you know, being in a pandemic, you know, it's just, it's over with. Like our college experience just kind of got robbed from us. It did. I to-
1: Yeah, because... I feel the same way in the sense of, I feel like it got taken from me then too. And I just got it back and now it got taken away again. And now it's in that, in this like weird, like loop of just like trying to climb back out, like how I was before. And it's like hard. And it's like, am I going to be able to do it again? Like, I don't know, you know, and then now we're in a different place where we're going to head into like our careers. And that's a different right. point. Like that's just a different, like added stress. So I'm, yeah it is what it is
0: honestly (laughs) that's all I can
1: say it's been really hard to deal with and you just I'm just taking it day by day you know
0: yeah me too just one day at a time one step at a Mm. time as well yep one
1: step not even one day take it even uh you know beyond that just do one step at a time hello hello hey hey Vicky welcome thank you
0: how are you this fine evening i am good how are you doing i'm good actually um i actually just got done eating so it's good
1: same same actually we're like we ready to go <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so this week this is episode 4 and um this week is basically um concerts events sporting um events just events in general that we miss going to. Um, cause you know, since COVID has started, there were so many events this year that got canceled because you know we're living in the middle of a pandemic.
1: Right, right. Um so are we are we gonna do like um events that we like miss out on this year or events we just
0: miss like in general? Um events that we miss out on this year. Um because you know there are a lot of events that like happen like every year for like example like Lollapalooza was supposed to happen this year gotcha. but it ended up getting canceled because you know of COVID yeah oh man there's been so much <laughs> to be honest like <laughs> there's been so many events that I was looking forward to um to go to this year And then all of a sudden, we just, you know, start living in a pandemic. And it's like, there's been like emails or like news reports or stories um, where it's just like, hey, this event is canceled due to, you know, COVID-19. Unfortunately, we have to cancel this this year. And it's honestly been just like so heartbreaking because it's like I haven't been living my life, you know, like I want to. Yeah, it's been ridiculously frustrating to say the
1: least it's like you know we both you know we, like we've said before we're like in like the last stages of like our college experiences and we both were kind of anti-social first and we're trying to be kind of social now and then it's just kind of just all got, you know it's just that interrupted and we're kind of you know supposed to live our best lives this year and exactly it really happened you know there was a lot of stuff um It was supposed to go on not only at Concordia but in our uh personal lives as well. And you know, it was supposed to be like a good summer and um, just a good like you know, end of the year time, like you know, when the semester starts and the holidays coming up. Like it's just all it just feels so weird, you know, like it feels like we haven't really had the year that we were supposed to have. haven't been really like you said we haven't been living the lives we were supposed to have and it's
0: definitely taking a toll on all of us you know right because especially it's like some people I am actually one of those people I like during the summertime or just whenever it starts to get warm out I like to be out so like usually like uh, I go to like Six Flags over the summer or Maybe I might decide to go to a water park or something, go to the zoo. I might go somewhere. Like, there's always somewhere that I just want to go in the summer. And it was so much different now because I didn't do anything, like, really that I just wanted to do, like, going to Six Flags. Six Flags was closed this entire summer. You get me? And it was, like, even though some... um in other states, you know, some uh, amusement parks, water parks, they opened back up. But it was just, you know, still different just being at home and doing what you're normally uh, used to doing every single year.
1: Yeah, it was it was a completely, completely different summer. Like like you said, like there's always, uh you know, being in Chicago in the Chicagoland area, like there's always something to do. Right. There's always something to do in the summertime even by yourself or, like, with, you know, friends or family or whatever, um, there's just always, there's always fun things to do, um, I had, like, uh, a gazebo thing that I usually go to every year with, like, my sister and her friends, and, uh, because her friends are, like, kind of in, like, this, uh, band, and they play, and we listen, and, you know, it's kind of, like, a little picnic, and that I missed out on, um, and I was also supposed to go, um, Halsey was coming to Tinley and I was supposed what? to do that. Yeah. And I, I it's funny because I almost, um I almost actually got the tickets. I was looking at the tickets in like February. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: it said, like, oh, like on the top, like due to, you know, coronavirus, like we may, if this event gets canceled, like you, whatever, refund, whatever, not refund. Like I didn't read the whole thing. I was like, man, if I'm going to be like messing with the refund, I probably just shouldn't do it. And I'm glad I didn't because that would have been a whole mess. And yeah. I, my instinct, I was like, no, I'll just put this on the back burner for another day and then everything
0: happened and it
1: got cancelled anyway. And I was just like, all right, great. Well, I guess I didn't do that. And you know, I'm always doing like fun things with my siblings too. Like um my sister's birthdays in the summer and usually um know, are like Schoenberg. Like last year we did this like big uh um what's it called? Um like uh oh my God, mini golf. <laughs> 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 like how oh, am I gonna think of it? Like outside mini golf and went out to eat and it was like this really um, fun time and just like barbecues in general I miss like we usually barbecue here at home and mm-hmm. and we can still do that it was just hard you know not having not doing that with anyone else you know right it, it was super weird like there's just so much that um, we missed out on like you know summertime Chicago you know
0: yeah and it's even like even if you did do something. It wasn't the same because, you know, you had to wear a mask for safety. So, like, um, so for my birthday, because it's in the summer, I went to Vegas. And it's a lot different during a pandemic than it is any other year. So, I've been, like, going to Vegas every year since I was a baby. And it's so much that I'm used to doing that I couldn't do this year. So, like, it was much more different because, like, you know, they had masks. They had hand sanitizer. They had... Um, like they had sinks like all over the casino. So, you know, um, you know, for safety precautions and stuff like that, but it was still different because that's not something that you just normally see. And then it was like, everything wasn't even open. Like I went during the time when Vegas, you know, reopened, but then following um, like a couple of weeks after that, Uh, Vegas actually went back on another lockdown and they started to close like a lot of restaurants. They closed a lot of stores. They closed a lot of bars. So it wasn't the same because unfortunately for me, I went during the week where that started. So it was different, like just walking around and not doing just things that I actually wanted to do because everything got canceled. Well, not everything got canceled, but a lot of things did get canceled, uh, which was unfortunate for me. Because it was like I was really just, you know, planning to do this. This was something that I planned to do. This was like months in advance. I got like tickets and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, a week before we, you know, go and it's like now everything is canceled. So it definitely was a difference than going any other year. And that's the same with like um our summers here in Chicago. Because we're so used to doing we're so used to doing one thing that when suddenly just like a random pandemic decides to happen, I guess. It's just, it's so much different for us. And we just don't feel the same. Like, honestly, living in a pandemic is kind of depressing.
1: It is very, very depressing. Like, I, I've, like, I, we're all experiencing that firsthand. Like, it's just really kind of hard just to kind of go through, like, day to day, you know? It just feels like life is different. We just all mm-hmm. have, like, a different perspective. And I know it's definitely now, like, less enjoyable, like, I think this life in general and going through the motions kind of differently. It's just, it's not, it's not the same. It's not right. It's just, it, it's like a new world, you know, right. it's, what we lived before is no more, you know, right. like, it's completely different. We don't even know when we could even go back to a time like that. Even if it is going to, it exactly. kind of feels like, we're kind of in this time warp of this is going to feel like forever. I know there's mm-hmm. going to be um, a while before things can go back to normal. And we're just going to have to like, I feel like we're just going to have to live with the masks and social distancing for a while until, you know, it might be even years. And it's going to yeah. be forever. And it just, it really, it sucks because it's it's taking its kind of mental toll on me. And I'm just like, it's weird because I usually enjoy like the end of the semester and I'm kind of not you know it's that time is kind of nearing and it's gratifying academically but that's pretty much it it used to be exciting used to be like yay another semester down but it just feels different this time I don't know if you feel that too I know you're graduating and I know you gotta feel a, a certain type of way about that right now?
0: I, I definitely do. Like um, like I previously said in, like, another um, podcast, one of our episodes, um our graduating year is just, it got ripped away from us. You know, there were so many, like, senior events or senior, you know, just meeting up and, uh, right. you know, just enjoying our last time, time together. But our last time together as students, I guess you could say Um, it just got taken away from us and like pretty much like a snap. Like I had so much expectations for my last semester at Concordia. Like I wanted to see you more. I wanted us, you know, to go out. We could, have, you know, go to uh, more events on campus, you know, just spend a lot more time together with this being like my last semester and stuff like that. But it was just to the point where it's like, we have to communicate, through messages or like through like social media or something in order for us to talk to each other because we can't like just physically with this whole pandemic going on we have to be much safer you get what I'm saying so it's like it was it was just ripped away from me and it's depressing it's so depressing
1: it really, really is. There's literally no other word for it. And I really don't know how to get through it, to be honest. Like, I really don't. I'm like, you know, what you're feeling right now is going to be me in a few months. Right. To be honest with you, I don't see it getting any better in a few months. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's telling me to stay hopeful. But I'm like, what for? You know, right. like, look at like this. We've been in a, pan- in a pandemic for several months already. Like, there's nothing that's making me think that in the next several months, are going to change because they haven't already you know Mm -hmm. it's just sad yeah yeah I mean I completely hear you I had so many expectations for this time too like there was like a lot of stuff that I, I wanted to plan with you like with this being like your last time like I know I have another semester after you but I know specifically this semester I really wanted to plan a lot with you and like I was so sad like I miss having like lunch with you and like going to Subway and like coming from Hauser and then like going to another Hauser class afterward like I expected to do that a lot and you know we could have um done so much stuff at school like i know for sure that i wanted before i graduated i wanted to go to a football game me too and i yeah exactly like we were supposed to do that and like now like i mean i don't know if you've had it. i have never went to one now me I neither say, yeah exactly like that was all the stuff that we saved for the last year. The last year like literally the last year never. if it's any advice that i can tell to uh the to, you know freshmen and, and sophomore sophomores now is do don't wait for the last year to be social and do all that stuff yeah. that's like there's gonna that's gonna come up it's gonna be like yeah I'll, I'll wait for my last year I'll be so more social my last year I'll go to that football game you know my last year like do it now you never know when it's gonna get taken away yeah, and totally. it, it's gonna suck when it, when it does you know there's just so true. much stuff like last like senior the, like grad finale like all that senior stuff like I'm sure the senior class would have Plan to do something like outside on, of campus too, like you know, it was just so much stuff that we were supposed to do as a class, but there was so much stuff that you and me were supposed to
0: do, you know. And it's it's just sad thinking about it, exactly. now Like it's really,
1: really depressing,
0: honestly, because it's like we don't, like you said, we don't know how long it is gonna be before things start to go back to our old normal. Like, we're so used to this uh, new, I guess you could say, normal for now, because this is, you know, the protocols that we have to follow every single day. Like, we have to wear a mask every day. Um, we have to, you know, social distance. Um, you have to wear, well, it's an option, but you can wear gloves. Um, store, you know, stores close earlier and times than normal. And then, like, a lot of amusement parks or like water parks are closed. And it's just like, even, even with this pandemic you just can't really just count on anything just being guaranteed right now because at this point we don't know what can happen we could we could be on lockdown for who knows like 8 months or we can be on lockdown for 2 months at this time we just don't know what's going to happen so just for like our last you know semester being together just to get ripped away from us it's just like, wow, like, we really, we kind of took, like, our earlier years in college for granted, you get me, oh because God. we was just, we was so shy, we didn't really just want to do anything, like, my freshman year, I was like, um, I didn't really want to make friends, because I feel like I want to transfer, like, I was like, when I went to, like, you know, the jumpstart um, I was like, eh, I'll just go here for like my freshman year. And then I'm going to transfer to UNLV and just finish up my three years there. So my freshman year, I was like, I'm not going to really just make any friends. I'm just coming um, to school to get an education. And then I'm just going straight home because freshman year, I didn't live on campus. So I kind of regret that now just having that mindset and not getting involved at all. Cause even though I was a commuter, I still had the opportunity to get involved and freshman year. I did not want to get involved. And then sophomore year happened. And that's when we met um, in speech communications and I started to become much more sociable. uh, But it was still like, I still really don't want to do anything because I still wanted to transfer. And um, the reason I didn't transfer was because I was so scared of being in a different state by myself without my parents. So I just constantly just kept pushing it further and further until I just got to the point where I was like, I'm just going to stay at CUC. I might as well, since I've been here freshman, sophomore, and I'm going on my junior year, I might as well just stay here. But even then, it was still like um, I still really didn't just talk to as many people as I wanted to I still didn't like go to many go to as many events as I wanted to and now that I'm graduating it's just like wow like I should have been a lot more serious about college because they do say college years are your best years and I can personally Mm -hmm. say college years were not my best years because I didn't do what I wanted to do I wasn't as um extroverted or I wasn't as social as I wanted to be because I was so focused on I wanted to transfer and now we're in a pandemic and it's like wow I should have you know started talking to people more start doing stuff more because now I don't have the opportunity to do that again
1: yeah I mean I have the same regrets it really sucks because I've never uh I was never one to like live life with regrets. I kind of just live my life and make the choices that I make. And, you know, it's, you know, you take risks and you learn from that and it sucks because now I just feel like we're, we're both walking around this world with or this earth with regrets. And it sucks because I was the same way my freshman and sophomore year. I was, I did not social socialize with um, too many people just because I just feel like, I felt like, um, not awkward I just felt like I was trying it took a while for me to kind of like just gain my footing and to kind of just get comfortable and feel out the campus and the environment the people and the classes and the professors and then I I, I, you know I feel like you can relate to this too like you eventually kind of gain some kind of footing and you kind of gain sense of comfort and normalcy and then it's like that for you know maybe a year maybe a year and a half maybe two years maybe less than that and then I'll, it's kind of and it's it's funny because it ended up in a worse spot than we were freshman year. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's crazy. It's it's unbelievable that um it had to end this way. And it's really sad. And I know the only thing that's kind of keeping my head up is I know it's it's not the end of like you and me like we for sure have a future beyond this it's just, it's going to be the end with a lot of other people
0: yeah and
1: that's what's sad is that I you know you're never going to see those people ever again you know because they're out of state or and some people that are here are going to eventually leave you know maybe go to a different state for their career but even if that happens with you and me like I know like we'll for sure link up again in the
0: future and yeah. if not a lot more Just make up for this time right and that's a good thing that we actually do have connection because like you said some people um just gonna move to a different state they're gonna have like different careers and stuff like that so it was actually great that did we have a class together last semester not last semester not when when e-learning started so okay it was a semester before that
1: yeah like a year
0: ago okay but still regardless we still saw each other and we still kept in contact and that's the benefit for us so we do still have each other even though we're still just in the middle of a pandemic
1: yeah it was awesome like for real like you're probably the only person I talked to as, as much as I did like this year I didn't really talk to anybody else just because I feel like you like you get me the most and like I feel like you understand like me mm-hmm. and like everything I'm saying, I feel like we have a lot of the same feelings about this pandemic because yeah. we were in the same boat, you know. And it's we're feel we're both feeling a lot of the same stuff right now, which is perfect, you know, for a podcast like we're doing. And hopefully, <laughs> you can help other people. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just hope that we can um help other people kind of through the sadness and through the the disappointment. know yeah
0: because there are definitely a lot of people especially college students there are a lot of college students who can read who can definitely relate exactly and uh even um a, a
1: point a good point to make is that we don't know if this is the last pandemic or not this could totally happen another 10 20 years and hopefully we can help maybe those those college kids out the ones that you know are being born right now hopefully right. you know if, if there is a pandemic by the time they
0: get to college right you know and then the greatest part is we we live through a pandemic so we can honestly you know give them advice on how to like prepare or to like how to deal with certain things that's going on during a pandemic exactly because yeah I mean I, I kind of wish that was there for us honestly <laughs> it was just like it's just it just came out of nowhere and just was like a slap in the face, honestly, because like um, uh, that's like what we're going to talk about in our other episode. When did you know COVID was bad? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that I think that's going to that's going to help the future a lot for sure. Yeah. So thank you, Vicky, for coming on to my sh- Well, our show. Um, <laughs> thank <laughs> you for having me. It was so fun having you. I can't wait to talk to you again. Yes, definitely. I can't wait for our next episode. Vicky. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? I am good. Good. Um, So welcome back to another episode of Vicariously Living. Um, Today's episode, pretty much, you know, we've been in COVID um, in the middle of a pandemic for a while. So during this pandemic, we probably were able to... um, watch you know some tv shows that um we've been binge watching i guess you can say during the pandemic since we've had so much free time so vicky if you don't mind me asking what's some tv shows that you've got into while being in the pandemic or just some old tv shows new tv shows whatever that you've been binge watching
1: Oh, it's just like it's such a hard but like easy question at the same time. Like, cause there's just so <laughs> many of them out there, and there's so many different platforms. But um, there's a couple I've been watching on uh, Netflix. The first one is called Daybreak. It is a a show. It's kind of like a coming of age show, like a teen, like a teeny bopper um uh, show, but it's during an apocalypse, and it was super kind of fitting. <laughs> and I'm just like I'm sitting here like it's a different type of apocalypse it's like a like it's not a pandemic it's like it's kind of like a global um like nuclear attack like I think like it's it's kind of hard like they explain it in the show and I haven't really I haven't like been in a really long time so it's kind of like a nuclear blast and it it sends um like all the anybody over the age of 18 like becomes like they call it like a ghoulie but it's kind of like a zombie basically and uh any and everyone that's under the age of 18 survives Hmm. um and they're trying it's basically like like you know teenagers trying to like that are left in the world they're kind of just trying to survive and but it's funny like it's a funny tv show like it's not like anything serious it's totally humorous it's like the writing is really funny like the characters are really funny and how they interact with each other and it starts off with this guy like in high school and like he's trying to like he built like his house like into like this like you know fortress of like defense and like from all these zombie like adult zombies and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. um his he finds like the kid he's babysitting for or he used to babysit for and she's kind of like this like 12 or 13 year old like really like sassy and like raunchy like adult like but she's like a kid still and she she can obviously survive on her own or whatever they meet a couple people along the way and their relationship is really funny and then yeah some kind of just going through this like thing like this like apocalypse and they're just wondering why the like the teenagers and the kids are only the ones that are served that survived. Mm -hmm. um it's really interesting because it's like it's not exactly like a pandemic, but it feels really similar to it, where it's just like, you're kind of just stuck, like, you know, where you're at, basically. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was really, um, it was really funny to watch. And then um, there's this other show that is also on Netflix. It's called Disjointed, and it's like, a, it's a show about a, a marijuana dispensary. And it's, like, all the workers. It's a, It follows, like, all the workers in there. And it's really, really
0: hilarious. Like, yep. everyone, should watch that. You, have you seen it? I've seen an episode. Um, I can't remember who plays in it. I feel like it's someone that I've, like, seen on another show or a, no, or a movie or something that plays in a show. But I've had heard of the show before uh, because it's, like, you said it's a bunch of workers and they work inside of a marijuana dispensary, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen that before. I've seen an episode before and I wanted to get into it because it's like it's relatable. Uh, not a hundred percent, but you get <laughs> you get my point. Right uh, a little bit. But um, yeah, that's definitely something I did wanted to get into um when I did see that one episode
1: yeah it's honestly like it's so hilarious like my brother found it on netflix and he was like dude this show is hilarious you have to watch it and I was and i like literally the first episode and i was like hooked i was like okay that's why the second the third and the fourth (laughs) because it's really funny just to kind of like just the scenarios that you know they get into and there's this couple other uh people that uh are kind of like the supporting cast but they're they make the show like it's one of those where it's just like every character that comes in is hilarious you know there's not one that's like dull or not funny um it's just the way they all kind of interact with each other and then they they like, kind of argue with this like uh this taekwondo or something instructor uh, next door and he's like super against marijuana and like their interactions with him and he eventually kind of like um not, like he he kind of comes around to them and they're like they you know, kind of like befriend him and stuff but uh yeah, that's, like, like I think uh, some good ones to watch on Netflix. What about you?
0: Okay. I'm going to definitely have to check those out. Yeah. Um, Me, um, I kind of watch a variety of different shows. Like, right now, um, it's, <laughs> I don't know what's, like, with this show, what makes it so uh, interesting to watch, but you've heard of Big Mouth, right, on Netflix? I have not, actually. You haven't? No. <laughs> Okay, so it's a cartoon, but it's not for kids. It's based on kids going through going through puberty. If you think about it, it's like family guy, but in kid form, but strictly just for adults. Oh, okay, I got you, yeah, so it's not something that you would want to watch with like your parents or something that you want to watch with just like younger kids mm-hmm. um. Definitely something that you would prefer watching with, like, friends or if you're watching it with, like, your siblings. But I wouldn't recommend watching it with your parents. (laughs) (laughs) But that's, like, literally what I was watching, like, right before um, we started our podcast. But over the pandemic, I've been really getting into anime. So, at first, um, I never really just watched anime, like, all my friends used to watch it, and then, like, when I was younger, I remember I would wake up at, like, 3 a.m., and Inuyasha was on the screen, so, of course, I would watch that, because I'm like, okay, well, it's playing, so I might as well watch it, and I was a little bit into that, but not, like, 100%, and then, like, um, sometimes I used to watch Pokemon, I used to watch Yu-Gi-Oh!, and you know usually like those anime shows that would come on like the CW, you remember like the yeah. cartoons on like Saturdays. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so like I used to watch those and I didn't I honestly I didn't know Pokemon or like Yu-Gi-Oh was considered anime, um but it is. So over the past couple months, like I started recently, which I would say around maybe Maybe September-ish. Maybe a little bit before. Um, I don't remember 100%. But I started watching anime. And the first anime show I started watching was Hunter x Hunter. And Vicky, oh my god. I fell in love with the show. It is so good. Um, I'm not one of those uh, people that can watch anime just by reading the subtitles. I preferably like to watch it in English. So mm-hmm. I watched dubbed anime. And Hunter x-, Hunter x Hunter was the first anime I fell in love with. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is so good. I highly recommend watching it to anybody. Um, pretty much, it's like these kids, um, they're going to do the hunter exam. And so one of the main characters gone, his father passed the hunter exam. And he's like one of the best hunters to like pretty much ever exist. So they passed like the hunter exam. And it's like different kind of i don't want to say stages but it is at the same time um different stages that they go through where they have to fight villains um they kind of have superpowers but except their superpowers aren't called super superpowers it's called like um nan ability and then like they're using their aura so it's pretty much like superpowers coming from within themselves if that kind of makes sense mm-hmm. um and yeah like they will fight villains um they were like fight each other it's 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 really good and then after that I started to get into seven deadly sins which is yes oh my god Vicky it's so good so that's it what it's <laughs> like too and Seven Deadly Sins also have a movie, um, as well as the show and they're all on Netflix. So pretty much, um, there's like four races, there's the fairies, there's the giants, there's the demons, and then there's the archangels and the demons and the archangels are supposed to be like enemies, but one of the main characters, Meliodas, he falls in love with one of the archangels. Her name is Elizabeth, um... But they have to, like, constantly, like, keep Elizabeth from not remembering uh, any memories that she had from her previous life. Because every time she remembers her previous life, she dies and, and then she's reincarnated into a different person. Like, she's still Elizabeth, but she just reincarnated into a different Elizabeth every time, you know, she dies and um, gets reincarnated. And then it's the same with them. It's um, fighting. um, They have superpowers. It's so good. And then now, um, I just finished My Hero Academia. So good. Um, Nice. So, so good. I can't wait for season five to come out. Like, I'm so anxious for season five to come out because season one through four was just so good. And it was like, at first, Hunter x Hunter was my number one anime, but now it's My Hero Academia. And a lot of people, unfortunately, don't like it, but I don't understand why, because it's so good. So pretty much um, every single person in the world, well, yeah, pretty much every single person is born with a quirk. And that quirk is basically your superpower. So, of course... um, My hero is based out of Japan and all of the characters, they live in Japan. So then there's this one character, his name is Midoriya, and he isn't born with a quirk. And it was like it was so sad because like he was so dedicated into becoming a superhero because he admired one of his favorite superheroes so much, the number one superhero. His name is All Might. He admired him so much. And once he found out he didn't have a court, that like completely destroyed him. It was so sad, Vicky. Like I felt his pain, honestly, because I'm <laughs> like, oh my God, Midoriya really wanted to become like the number one superhero and he can't because he doesn't have any he doesn't have any superpowers. Um and then um, pretty much he runs into All Might, and All Might like explains like his condition to him. And then All Might passes his quirk to Midoriya, and he trains Midoriya to become the number one superhero. And Midoriya also finds out that um, All Might, who's the number one hero in the world, wasn't born with a quirk either. The same quirk that he passed on to Midoriya was passed on to him. And it's so good, Vicky. I highly recommend this. Like, I've become like I don't want to say obsessed, but I've become like super obsessed with like, um, the characters and the show because the overall plot is so, is so freaking good. I highly recommend it. You can watch this on Hulu. Um, they have the subbed and they have the dubbed versions, or you can like watch it on Crunchyroll. Um, I think it's called Fun Animation. They have like a bunch of anime shows, I think. Mm -hmm. Not a hundred percent sure. Um, but I can literally go on and on about my hero. Like it's so good. And I honestly would recommend that you watch it. I recommend it to everybody because it's like one of the best animes out there. Um, I'm still kind of exploring with um other animes to watch because it's like I'm pretty new to anime, so If the first episode seems kind of boring to me, then I just turn it off. But people, like, people is usually like, no, no, you got to give it time. It's good and stuff like that. Because it was the same with Hunter x Hunter. I thought the first episode was boring. But then starting, like, the second episode of season one, it got really good. Um, So with anime, you really just give it a chance. Um, Because you might think it's boring. But, you know, once you keep on going with, like, watching it or whatever, then it gets really good. Yeah, my uh,
1: my friend actually is uh really into my hero, so I was like, oh, okay, so like I feel like this is a thing where like everyone is watching it now, <laughs> so definitely gotta try that for
0: sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, you were into the uh the anime. When did you uh when did you start watching? I started watching this year. Um, anime was like never really my thing because like all of my friends are like yeah you should watch anime and I just would be like eh like I would just be like eh about it and I just wouldn't watch it but then once I started watching Hunter x Hunter I'm just like oh my god American cartoons could never like (laughs) (laughs) like you watch American cartoons then you watch an episode from like any anime cartoon and it's like wow Americans their cartoons could not compete where they do not, you know, compare because it's like, like Scooby-Doo is one of my favorite cartoons. And um, recently I added Boomerang to my Amazon Prime Um, channels to, because you know you get all of like the old cartoons it's Scooby-Doo it's Looney Tunes it's Courage the Cowardly Dog Um, it's just like all the cartoons from like our younger years that we used to like be in love with so I've been binge watching um, Scooby-Doo because like Scooby-Doo is one of my favorite cartoons and I'm just like oh my god it's so different from watching anime like Scooby-Doo is just a bunch of kids solving mysteries um with villains and stuff like that but then you watch an episode of anime and it's people fighting like it's and then every single episode they're different but they all follow like a storyline. So like with Scooby Doo every episode is different. It might be one episode where it's um which one I watched the Dracula one recently um where it was Scooby Doo, Scooby Dumb, and then they went to go visit their friend um uh, I think Daphne's friend Lisa on, like, an island or whatever, um, is Dracula. And then the episode after that is with, like, a sea monster. So both of those episodes do not connect. But then when you watch, like, My Hero, it might be, like, one episode where Midoriya, he didn't have his quirk. And then the following episode is him getting a quirk and starting to train to be the number one hero. So all of, like, I would pretty much say, like, the animes that I've watched, Um, So far, all of them follow a specific storyline where it's, like, American cartoons. It can be, like, every episode is different, if that makes sense.
1: Right, yeah. It's, like, they kind of do it in a different way. Like, that's a little bit more, like, uh, 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 what am I looking for? Kind of, like, uh, to keep the audience, like, interested.
0: Yeah, and, like, with American cartoons, we just don't have that Um, because I really can't think of a show... That I used to always watch. Or still do watch. That actually follow an actual storyline. Unless it's like a live action show. Like like Orange is the New Black. It's a live action show. Obviously. But that follows a storyline. But then when I think of a cartoon. Like Courage the Cowardly Dog. Every single episode is different.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. I get what you're saying. Like it's. It's like, there's, yeah, that's kind of, like, how Daybreak is. It's, it's very, it's done not traditionally. It's very non-traditional. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, okay, episode one, episode two, episode three. Like, they kind of bounce around. It's, like, okay, episode one, we're going to obviously give you kind of, like, an intro. But then episode two would be maybe somebody else's point of view, but at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. And they kind of bounce around a little bit to kind of give you a little bit more, like, a depth view of, the characters so like episode like seven or eight is about uh like angelica's story like like on her side and then it all kind of wraps together like it's it's very done like
0: not not normally like like how you're saying right and is daybreak is that a cartoon or is it more like a live action
1: oh yeah it's more of a live action like there's a uh, there's actual like people in it and um yeah it's it's not really um it's not really a cartoon like at all it's uh i'm trying to like trying to figure out like what genre it would fall under um like comedy like but there's it's kind of gory ish because of like the whole terms of like the apocalypse and like okay there's like some blood but it's not it's not terribly gory like i can't watch like stuff that's like really really like stuff like gory like that Mm -hmm. um it's like it's like comedy slash like oh like I don't even know like it wouldn't be it wouldn't be like sci-fi it's it's just like a I would guess comedy slash horror maybe right. only
0: because it's yeah it's
1: it's it's interesting like but yeah it's it's hard it's really hard to explain but once you see like the first two episodes mm-hmm. you'd be like oh okay I get it it's kind of different like not weird but it's very like like very creative people organized this
0: (laughs) (laughs) and when did you start watching this um I
1: started watching it probably like oh February March ish like around when the pandemic uh first started
0: um
1: yeah I think like that's when my brother told me about it he I think like I was I think we were like playing video games one day and then he just put it in the background and i'm just like what is this like i'm i'm kind of more interested in this tv show than i am this video game. i just started watching it and then i just kept putting it on like the second and third episode um but yeah it was around february march ish and it was very very um appropriate given kind of how scary everything kind of was at the time in our world and then it was obviously very scary in their world also being like "Oh, the only teenagers left in the human race like Basically, like that's it, and it's all like kind of divided up, like, like, this, like the country is divided up like into like districts, kind of like Hunger Games, but very much not like Hunger Games. Like they make fun of themselves. Like it's a TV show where this generation will find it really, really funny mm-hmm. because it's kind of like they do make fun of themselves, and like there is like they kind of like make fun of this one district. It's called the Isle of Kardashian, and all like the bougie people live there, <laughs> like yes. all the bougie teenagers. <laughs> and then you have like the regular teenagers and it's it's really really funny
0: (laughs) oh my god i'm gonna definitely have to uh check that out because like i'm all i'm always open to watching new shows um it just might take me a minute to get into it because like i don't know what i'm watching so right no so eventually once you start to get into it then it's like oh i like this like i'm gonna just keep watching it because that's how i was with orange is the new black um I'm surprised I actually didn't binge watch that again during the pandemic. Um, that's like one of my favorite, absolute favorite Netflix shows. I've binge watched Orange is the New Black, I think about, yeah, five times. I've binge watched it. And it's eight seasons. So, of course, that took forever. to. Get <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like every episode is an hour long. So it's right. forever to get through all eight seasons uh, when you're binge watching it exactly I think those are the best
1: like binge worthy shows it's where it's like a ton of seasons yeah but you remind me of another show that I uh I've watched a few years ago but um it's kind of coming back now because Netflix like just picked it up picked it up and um it's called 60 Days In and I don't know if you've heard of it but it's like in a in a it's like it takes place in like real jails and they take like participants like real life participants like people who um are not in jail like they're upstanding you know citizens or whatever Mm -hmm. and um they um they take people of certain like kind of walks of life like walks of life that would understand the jail life so they'll take like a a cop or somebody who's studying um criminal justice or a social worker like things or a psychologist, like things like that or, or like someone who was in the military um and they place them in the jail as an experiment um, for 60 days. So it's called 60 days in, and everyone's kind of in on it. Like the cops are in on it. Like they know, like the higher ups of the jail know that you're in, like that you're in it, but you have, it's a secret to the other, um, jailmates and the, the COs, like the officers. Mm-hmm. So like you have to pretend to kind of just like be in jail and kind of infiltrate and give like the higher ups of the jail, like information on, um, on what their, their
0: jail is doing back basically Mm. it's not like is that like a fictional show or is it supposed to be like kind of like a reality tv show
1: oh it's like a reality tv show like it's real life like these people like are, are like it's like these like real real people um doing it and they have to pretend to the other jail like the other um oh my god the other prisoners mm-hmm. uh what the cameras are there for so to hide it the cover-up of the tv show is that they're doing like a documentary so they have to like pr- like tell the other cellmates like oh yeah they're here those cameras are here for a documentary i'm not doing anything weird <laughs> so like yeah that's like fake them out and pretend like and if their cover gets blown that's dangerous for them they automatically have to uh the higher-ups have to take them out of the jail because the other one like you know that's dangerous for them fear that the other uh prison mates you know they could like beat them up because they're angry because they're not really supposed to be there you know
0: right that's interesting that reminds me of like a show um i can't like for the life of me i cannot think of a name the name of it but you remember that show um where they would take like really bad kids to the prison oh Scary street yes. beyond scary street yes. yes i <laughs> love that one <laughs> that's the show like when you were explaining about that 60 days and i just kept thinking i'm like what's the name of that one show where they kept bringing kids um yes. prison <laughs> and was trying to like influence them to like have a better life like you don't want to come here you don't want to continue doing the bad things that you are doing because at the end of the day you might end up in prison and prison is no joke um at all for people so like while you were explaining that I'm like what's the name of that show like you reminded me of the name like I've never seen um, like I haven't seen every single episode but I've seen a few episodes and it's so good it's so good I watched that yeah probably around a few years
1: ago when 60 Days kind of came out I think but yeah I love that show they would send like all these really bad kids that are like really close to like being in jail like they've committed crimes where mm. hey like if you do this anymore like you're gonna like go to juvie basically yeah so do they send them in there to like scare them straight and you know so that they don't become you know, an Apple. Well. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was funny. How like, oh yeah, I love how like we have been talking about different TV shows, but that's like the common uh one that we both know. <laughs> that's like the common
0: ground one. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you awesome. for joining us, Vicky. Um, this was a very fun <laughs> and very informative um episode because we both got to learn like each other's favorite episodes and we've got new recommendations um to watch while we're still in the middle of a pandemic and we still have a lot of free time
1: yes exactly that, that was really perfect like I have a list of things that I gotta go watch now and I'm just perfect I'll kind of kind of run out of things sometimes right you
0: know yeah because it's always kind of hard to find a show um, that you just completely know zero you just completely know nothing about It's kind of hard to just get into those shows It's always hard. someone has to recommend a show for me to watch. So the shows that you have recommended I am definitely gonna add them to my list and I'm going to watch them and I'm gonna let you know uh, it might not be now but in due time eventually I'm gonna start because I'm still watching scooby doo so eventually in due time I'll get to watch them and I'm gonna let you know how I like them yeah
1: awesome I'm really excited like literally like I'm really excited for you to get back to me on those I think there's there's like the ones that I mentioned are ones you're gonna I think really like and I'm gonna definitely watch uh Big Mouth and like maybe
0: get into some anime possibly I would love that definitely let me know if you watch the anime
1: I will yeah I'm usually not like an anime type of person but I feel like everyone's getting into it
0: now I'm just I, I gotta see what it's about <laughs> exactly Yeah, it's something pretty new. Well, it's been around for a while, but it's something that's um, just really getting into people now.
1: Yeah, and I think I think especially during the pandemic, like I think people have, uh, I think there's a lot of new people also have gotten exactly.
0: Well, this Mm -hmm. was a good. This was a very good episode, um, and I had my time talking with you as always. Thank you. I feel the same. Thank you.